Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord in Amen we trust. As the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new Mentari, and this is Mental Ed Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why amendments are used in this society instead of commandments. Now, you've got to ask yourself, this is supposed to be America. I'm talking about America now. America is supposed to be a Judeo-Christian society, a Judeo-Christian society. This is what America is supposed to be. That means that they're supposed to go by and adhere to the laws of the Bible. They're supposed to go by and adhere to the laws of the Bible, and that means the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, even though it is supposed to be Israelite law, they say this is a Judeo-Christian society. So if this is a Judeo, meaning Jewish Jewish or Hebrew or whatever, Judeo-slash-Christian society, then they're supposed to go by the Lord of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not. And I'm going to bring all of them because I want to get them verbatim. I want to bring them up and I want to read them verbatim. And I'm going to tell you why this is important to hear. Because these are very simple, very simple um, laws to live by. Very simple. Yet these people in this society don't follow them. They follow something instead referred to as amendments. Right to their constitution, they follow amendments. Now I want you to pay attention to the word because I, you know, I've said this before, you know, but I want to do a definitive broadcast on this for 2021. They use the word amendments for a reason. Amendments. Now, if you look up the word, I'm going to look up up the word amendment in a minute. But what does the word amendment sound like? What is the word amendment? They can't. They can't even hide that. Because they really just made amendment into a word. They made it into a word. Okay? They made that into a, into a word. Amendments. I'm going to look it up and see the, see the um, thing, because that's what they do in a society. They make up words, or they try to associate certain meanings with words, or they, you know, cobble together a bunch of words so that they can keep certain names, certain words in uh, in use, they want to keep certain names in use because they know the power of that word. That's why they're using the word amendment. The word amendment comes from the word amen. I'm going to say it again. The word amendment that these, this country uses to go with their Bill of Rights or U.S. Constitution, whatever, the amendments are from the, from the name amen. That's where amendments comes from. Y'all might say Amun, the ancient Egyptian god, you know, and all this other business. But I said, and I prove Amun goes back before that. Amun deals with a race of people. So why would a Judeo-Christian society, why would they uh, use the name Amun to be the meaning or the definition for their laws here? Or the laws they put on the book? Currently, there are... um, I think there are 27 amendments, if I'm not mistaken. All right? There are 27. I'm going to look that up, too. There are 27 amendments here. Uh, Two and seven equals nine, and nine upside down is six. All right? That's the count right now. Now, I'm bringing up the Ten Commandments, right? 
And um, let's see. You know, it says, uh, let me see. Hmm. Ten commandments. I want to read them off to you because I want to make sure I get them all. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Say, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet. They shalt not covet meaning steal. Right? Thou shalt not, yeah, well, covet. I mean, I guess that means to hide something because you already got thou shalt not steal, but to covet something meaning to hide something. Now, these are very stern and very forthright commandments, laws, that are supposed to govern the people of the Bible or anybody who claims to be God-fearing people or people who are of a Judeo-Christian uh, uh, foundation. The Judeo-Christian book is the Bible. So why is it that these people have cobbled together? And I'm going to break down why they don't have these for real, you know, why they don't put this as their laws to guide them by, because through all of these laws, you pretty much stomp out all kinds of corruption and degeneracy. If you tell people thou shalt not have no other gods, that means that they can't come up with all these pagan gods here in the society, right? There should be one God of the Bible according to what they say, but they don't want to have one God of the Bible because they really know what the one God of the Bible is. See, there is one true name for their God of the Bible or so-called God, the real, the true Lord of the Bible, not their fake God. But there's one name for the true Lord, right? But they don't want to use that. They want to conceal it. Yet they will keep it in plain sight of you. You know, that's why they seal off all the prayers. Amen, amen, amen this, amen that. So they they, they, do, they don't want to follow that um, commandment, that law, because they want to conceal or hide the true name of the Lord. So they give you a bunch of false gods to follow, gods that are created by men with the attributes of men, with the shortcomings of men. They give you a bunch of fake gods to follow, your Jesus, your Allah, your Jehovah. All these are false pagan gods, man. The true Lord is Amen. All the rest of these false gods are just that false. Thou shalt not make any un, unto thee any graven images. That means that you shouldn't be um, self-worshipping your image, raising your image up amongst people, doing that. That's the graven image, right? Making images of yourself and trying to exalt them over people, you see? Like what this society does with so-called entertainers, actors, they make graven images unto these people and make idol worship of these people. That's what that means. Thou shalt not make great unto thee any graven images, right? And meaning any images, don't put people on a pedestal or raise up people who will die, you know what I'm saying, people who, will, who are um, earthbound people, people who are here to be born and here to die within this third dimension. That's what that really means because those people are what? Destined to the grave. That's what graven image is. These people who were created here on earth do not worship those who were created here on earth because they are of graven image. They're, they are the people who are of the grave, of the dead. They're not connected to the fourth dimension. I told you those who are of the living 
are connected to the fourth dimension. Those who are of the dead represent the graven image of people. The image is from us down to them. They are the, uh, they are the dead images of us. That's really what that means. The people who are of the fourth dimension, the upper, the upper dimensionals, those are the real images, the real personifications of beings, living beings who are on the square. The ones beneath them, the third dimension and below, those are the graven images of us, the dead images of us. So we shall not um, make an, unto thee any graven images. You see, we should not raise or put anybody over us in this three-dimensional realm. That's making unto thee any graven images, dead images. Grave means dead, being in the, in the tomb, right? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. <clears throat> now, they don't tell you the name of the Lord, which is Amen. They don't give you that name. So, therefore, they leave the name a mystery. They don't give no names in the Bible. All these names that these people popping up with from the Israelites, the Christians, the Muslims, all these people, all these are false names, man. But what you see consistently through there is, yeah, and the Lord said this, amen. And the Lord, amen, said this, and the Lord said this, amen. They're trying to make it seem as though people are sealing off their prayers with the name amen, but they're not. They're really calling on the true name of the Lord. That's what they're doing. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Now, the Sabbath day is supposed to be Saturday, right, the seventh day. That's supposed to be the Sabbath day. Now, the Sabbath of all these religions is in a lunar spiritual frequency. Mm-hmm. They're based on a lunar frequency. That's why you so-called Israelites, your high holy days, y'all got to wait for the new moon and the moon this and the moon that and the next moon, the phases of the moon. Y'all religions go up the phases of the moon the same way the witches or the other uh, Satanists do the same thing. They they move or they're teaching of Satanism and Luciferianism, it moves off the moon cycle as well. You, it, you Muslims, y'all follow the same lunar cycle as the, uh, as the, um, as the uh, Satanists and Luciferians and the, uh, uh, and the Israelites too. That's why y'all have a star and a crescent, a crescent moon as y'all symbol. That's nothing but, that's nothing but witchcraft, man. All that's witchcraft. You see? And y'all day is Saturday. Y'all Sabbath is on Saturday. Y'all are very y'all are driven by that lunar spiritual energy. That's why y'all tend to be, uh, um, how you say, they tend to put on this false or this uh, illusion of righteousness, and they're really a bunch of degenerates. You see, because that's part of uh, um, that's a part of the so-called holy image that they put up, or that graven image they put up. They put up that dead image, which is really pushing degeneracy, but they're trying to portray themselves as righteous. Those, all these people that's pushing this image of religion and things here, they represent the people of the graven image, the dead. They're pushing dead teachings. You see? Honor thy, thy mother and thy father. Now, in this society, they're teaching you not to honor your mother and father. That's why children can disrespect their parents, or they can call BCW on their parents. They, um, they get took out of your parents' home. They're telling you that you you ain't got to listen to what your parents say. If you come home and tell them you're a homosexual or lesbian, your parents, if they don't want to accept that, you go, you could call some um, agency and get your get your parents locked up or some craziness, or you, you hit your children to discipline them. You, they could call the authorities on your children. You, your children could call the authorities on you. You see, 
So that they don't they that so by doing that they teach you not to honor your mother and father. Thou shalt not kill. Well, you already know they do that here. Like it ain't nothing. You already know they do that. Thou shalt not commit adultery. No, they do that. Adultery is when a man sleeps with another man's woman, or a woman who's with a man sleeps with another man. It is not like they say men having uh, men being with other women. That's wrong if that woman is with another man. That's wrong. Because as I said before, in the ancient world and today, men had more than one woman. So if a man had more than one woman that wasn't committing adultery, it's only if you take another man's woman. You see, that's adultery. Or the woman goes out on her husband or her man and cheats with another or gets with another man. That's adultery. Right? Thou shalt not steal. No, they do that here. This whole land is stolen from people. So that's why they're not trying to follow the Ten Commandments. This whole land is stolen from other people. Property is stolen from other people. So they steal here. You know what I mean? Then go right in the goddamn church and pray. After they were stolen, robbed from people, stole land from people, took people, took people's freedom, made people work for free, stole people's labor, stole their lives, stole their children, to force them to work, raped the children. So again, they done stole people here. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. They do that all the time in these tabloids and all these things, telling lies on people, making up stuff, you know, uh, just making up things and you know, framing people. And people lie all the time here. They lie on people all the time here, like it's nothing. And number ten, thou shalt not shalt not covet. Thou shalt not hide things. Right? Thou shalt not conceal, which they do here all the time. They conceal the history of our people, who we really are. So, in a nutshell, the beast has broken all of the commandments within this Bible. Yet they claim this is a Judeo-Christian society. How you break every last single commandment in that book that y'all supposed to believe in, yet you say this is a God-fearing country, but what God do you really believe in? That's the thing. What God do you really believe in? Do you believe in the God of this Bible? You see, do you know who the real God, the true Lord of the Bible is? Because there's the Lord, and then there's the gods that y'all created throughout the Bible. There's the gods you created throughout the Bible, and then there's the real Lord. You see? See, these laws, the Ten Commandments, was really made or inspired and created or given by the almonds or the descendants of the almonds to the humans to follow. This was for the humans to follow. This was governed by, governed by the almond given to the humans. Now, people say, oh, well, the Israelites was following. So the Israelites was a bunch of mixed-race people. The Israelites, because they were wandering through the desert, they were mixed-race people, even your so-called Israelites will admit that there was confusion the face of who was a so-called Israelite. Why? Because the bronze men who were practicing the bootleg version of uh, uh, of the ancient Kemetic um, teachings and things like that. That's all Egypt. That's all the Israelite teaching is. A lot of it's just bootleg Sumerian and Kemetic. That's all Israelite teaching is. All right. That's all their so-called laws and things is. Because, see, notice their thing is based on law. The Israelites' teaching is based really on law. It's not really based on all them stories in the Bible. That, story, that stuff was written by a bunch of people who were trying to set up and start Christianity going, a lot of those stories. Or they were taken from older stories, and they just changed the names, older accounts. The Israelites were supposed to be about law. Now, what society do they follow that was about law? The only societies... That are about law is governments. 
who had the first government? Our people did. So, of course, we had the first laws. Now, of course, the Israelites copying from our people, from the ancient Kemites, the ancient Nubians, the ancient Sumerians, they took laws, right, which we call the negative confession, things like that. They took laws from those ancient societies, and they put together their Ten Commandments, right? They put it together, but what I'm saying is that it was originally given to um, by the Amun to them, and they put these things into laws, <clears throat> but they were meant to be commandments. Our people gave them down as law. That's why if you notice in the Bible, they say this person, Moses, received the laws from God. Who was the God they were talking about? They were talking about the Amun. They were talking about the Amun, and there was no Moses, all right? You had a Thutmose, and you had a lot of those people who had the name Mos back then, Achmos. So those people received those commandments from those people who left out or left out in ancient places and went into the desert and started mangling with these different races of people. And there's where your Israelite, your so-called Israelites started cobbling together that teaching. They took stuff from the commandments that was given to them by the Amun, and they then made it into a law. They were a wandering tribe or a wandering band of people in the desert who took laws that was created by the rulership, by the serpentine government, the rulership for these peasants, for these low-level people, and they gave them laws to follow or commandments. Not even really laws because commandments are not laws. Commandments are orders. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Commandments are not laws. They're orders. So if I say I command you to do this, I command you to I'm ordering you to do this. That's not a law. It's an order. You see? In other words, the reason why the Amun gave them commandments and not laws and orders is because they're not intelligent enough to follow law and order. So they have to be given orders like animals. You know how you command your dog to do this? You command. That's how the Amun saw these humans. They gave them commandments because they were using it to command who, what they still considered to be animal people. They gave them orders, and if they did not follow the orders, they were put to death. That's what your commandments are. That's what your commandments really consist of, okay? They were real commandments, not laws, real commandments that were given to these people by the serpentine empires that the beast don't want to show you, don't want to talk about, right? And they just gave, told them, don't do this, don't do that, or you're going to be killed, you see? Why do you think they always tell you in there if you disobey the word of the Lord, you're going to be killed. The Lord is the law and the order. The Lord is the law and the order of the serpentine society. That's the gods that they're talking about. You see, Egypt, Sumeria, all these places, Nubia, all of them were under that serpent. The ancient cities in uh, Mexico and things like that, these were all under serpentine rulership, under serpentine societies. This was the serpent that was spoken of in the Revelation. They used the serpent as their symbol. This was the ancient bronze people so-called with being falsely called black, who were of Amun, of the Amun race. And they created the human race here on Earth. They were the wisest, most intelligent scientists on the Earth and whatnot who projected themselves into this atmosphere and started creating the humans, and they had to give them commandments to follow. They didn't give them law because, again, law and order is for 
governmental people. That's for upper echelon people who are considered uh, um, people of the law, people of the government, people of society, civilized people. These people were not civilized. These humans were not civilized, so they were given commandments to follow. Y'all get what I'm saying? They were given commandments to follow. The same way you give your dog, you give your dog stern commandments, a stern command. You don't ask your, um, you don't tell your dog they got rights. You don't tell your dog they got, um, <coughs> they got a law to follow. Because in order for them to have a law to follow, they have to have a culture and a government and a society. These humans didn't have that at that time. So they, because they were savages, like I said, they were running around all covered in fur, naked, right, having sex with animals eating raw flesh, so in order to civilize them, they had to beat the hell out of them, and then here come your Ten Commandments for them. They had to give them some orders to live by. <coughs> All right? So that's where your Ten Commandments come from. And like I said, they don't follow that. They don't follow that. All right? What they wanted to follow, uh, they wanted to follow and they wanted to have or be in alignment with the true Lord of this society, of this planet, or that race of lords, was Amun. They knew that Amun, going back to Greece and Rome, because Amun <coughs> was adopted over into Greece and into Rome. And, of course, Amun went into the Roman Catholic Church, and Amun went all throughout Christianity, which is why to the day you still see the name Amen, and everybody's stealing their name over Amen in the Bible and in the Quran and in the uh, Apocrypha and all the other places. Amen is everywhere. Even you Israelites say Amen and don't know why you're saying Amen. So when you're saying Amen at the end of your prayers, whether you're saying Amen, Amun, or whatever, you are, you are bearing witness that the true Lord's name is Amen. That's what you're doing. I don't care about your so-called Yahweh Shai, whatever. Ain't no goddamn Yahweh Shai or Yahweh in the Bible. It's not even in your Hebrew Bible. That's y'all making that up, man. That's not in the Bible. And if it's supposed to be in your Hebrew Bible, then read from a Hebrew Bible and stop reading from an English Bible and trying to slip the word Yahweh in there. Because y'all trying to make it fit someplace where it don't. Yahweh is a pagan god, man. Your god, Yahweh, is a pagan god. And y'all really have no law. You follow, you you were supposed to follow commandments because y'all got so on a lower level with these humans. You started committing the, the acts of all these these breaking all these uh, breaking the true laws. So when they broke the law, they were given commandments to follow. In the desert, they were given these commandments in the desert to follow. <clears throat> That's where that comes from. They were given these de these commandments a shorthand of all the 613 negative confessions or the 614 that they had that they had in the ancient world because they want to make it they want you to believe that the people in the ancient world were lawless people they were doing all these foul acts and whatnot. Well, let me say this: just like in any other society, in any society, you got people that are doing foul acts and things. You got people doing foul acts in this society, and y'all in this society. So if you judge people by Certain people are doing foul acts in society. Does that include you guys too, you Israelites, you Christians, or you Muslims? Because y'all in this society as well. Because you judge the so-called Egyptians, the, the Timites, the Nubians, some of they was having sex with crocodiles, all kind of stupid stuff y'all say. All kind of lies y'all tell. Y'all tell a bunch of damn lies, man. You Israelites are a bunch of liars, man. You Christians are a bunch of liars. You Muslims are a bunch of liars, man. You see? And you worship those pagan gods. You worship them, you see. 
but you don't follow the commandments of the Bible that you claim to believe in. You don't. You do not follow the Bible that you claim to believe in. You don't follow the commandments of the Bible. You see, you don't. So because you don't do that, and they definitely don't do that here in this society, which is supposed to be Judeo-Christian, they had to come with something called amendments. All right? Now we're going to look up what they say the definition of amendments is. Let's see. They want to look up. We're going to look up what they say the definition of amendments are. All right? Hold on. What are amendments? I want you to, because I want to see what they say, because that was a term that was given a meaning. They attached a meaning unto that. You see, that that was never a word. But you know, like I said, the so-called white man, he make up words all the time. You see. <clears throat> okay, definition of amendments. I'm going to read what they say. Uh, amendment is a government law an addition or alteration made to constitution, statute, or legislative bill or resolution. Amendments can be made to existing constitutions and statutes and are also commonly made to bills in the course of their passage through a legislature. Since amendments to national constitution can be fundamentally changed, a country's political system or governing institution, such amendments are usually submitted to and exactly prescribed procedure. <laughs> That's a whole bunch of gibberish. But basically all they were saying was that this is something we introduce to alter our laws whenever we make laws. You know, this is something we, we, we put amendments to. Like, for example, it was lawful to have slavery in the society until they came with the amendment, the 13th Amendment, that ratified that and, and abolished slavery. So they basically used amen or amendments to alter the laws they set. You see, they use this as a way to alter see, an addition or alteration made to the Constitution, right? Meaning because the Constitution is the foundation of their government, right? So if their Constitution has to be altered, what they're really saying is by making this word of amendment, they're saying that they want Amen, or they want to be in alignment with Amen to make better decisions on the laws that they're trying to establish because they know they made a bunch of BS laws here when they started a bunch of savage laws, animalistic laws here, a bunch of low-level degenerate laws here. <clears throat> so what they do ever so often is they make amendments to ratify these laws to, to um, you know, basically bring them into alignment with Amen because they want to raise their law, their foundation of their law in their society onto the level of Amen. Because they knew that our people were in alignment with Amin, um, those serpentine societies. So they're trying to put themselves in alignment with those serpentine societies. They want to be in alignment with Amin, which is why they have amendments. Y'all follow what I'm saying? They don't want to be in alignment with the low-level religious people. You see, they know that the Ten, the Ten Commandments was for the low-level people, the savages, the, the savage people, the low-level uh, uh, grunts, the two-dimensional, low-level people. They knew that what that was for, you see, and they didn't want to have the uh, – uh, um, the, uh, the, um, they didn't want to have the commandments, right, govern their society. They wanted the amendments. They wanted to be in alignment with Amen. That's why their law is their, – their, their, um their outside law or their, you know, alterate their alterated laws are called amendments. You see, that's why it's called that. It's to put themselves in alignment with Amen. 
they tell you, oh, it's something else. Well, it's time to explain why they don't go by that. They go by amendments. So that they could be in alignment with Amish. That's all. You see? Mm. Amend. Amend. Netflix documentary to my push. The series is an uh an invitation to participate in American history. Yeah. Notice they want to align Amon's name with American history. Why do you think they why do you think they're doing that? Because this is their way of bearing witness that Amon is the true Lord. That's their way of bearing witness to it. Don't believe nothing they say about their Christian gods or their Muslim or Israelite. They don't believe in none of those gods. They don't. You see, those are gods that they created for the people to follow. Those gods, those religions that they give 501c3 charters to, and they set these reverends and preachers and ministers and imams up to, to set up their religious organizations, that's to just keep the people um, um, in, a, in a stupid state, in a sleep state. You see, that's what that's for. That's why they push religion, because you people in the religion, you expected to follow the commandments. You expected to follow the commandments. But the people in the upper echelon, they don't follow no commandments. They follow amendments. You see? They follow amendments. You see? And it's no coincidence that the 13th Amendment freed a lot of our people from bondage and transferred them into the uh, property of the state. Now, when they say that the amendment, the 13th Amendment, was a ratification of ratified slavery, meaning that it set so-called black people free, it really didn't. It just turned them over to the state. They became the property of the state like the Caucasians are. You see, they were just moved up into the same level of, or just a little bit beneath the level of the debt-serving order Caucasian slaves, because like I said, you Caucasians don't know you slaves to this society too, man. That's why you got to pay taxes. That's why you go to jail for breaking the law. That's why all these things, you may, some of you may be, you know, you may escape a little bit, some money, you know, but not much. You don't get much uh, more in the society. The police ain't going to bother you as much. But like I said, y'all still slaves too, man. So all they did was bump black people up from the the state of possession you know, they bumped them up from physical possession, meaning being in ownership or in a, being possessed by the, the Caucasian. They just bumped them up and made them possessions or uh, um, wards of the state. You see, that's why, they, you know, that's when you all of a sudden you got now you a citizen or now you a so-called you, you a so-called American or whatever. So now you got to pay taxes. You got to do all these things. You under the law now of the state. Before you was under the law of a slave master, you see, you was under the law of a slave master. You was under his law, and he was under the law of the government. Now they got rid of the slave master and put you under the law like him, and that's what the whole thing was. They was mad that our people were put under the amendments. They was mad that our people were put under the amendments and not under the slave master law because they had different laws for their slaves that was not part of the amendment. And they didn't like when our people got freed by amendment because, again, amendment is in alignment with our people of who we really are. So they didn't like that. That's what the whole war was over. One of the things the war was over, they wanted to keep their slaves, and they didn't want the slaves to be under the same law, a governor of the same law as the Caucasian. You see, they wanted to be under slave law. You see, that's what that was about. They wanted them under slave law, under plantation law. You see, a.k.a. local law that they was crafting for themselves, you see. 
and when and when they couldn't and when the government said no, they wouldn't let slavery go back on. That's when they came with the so-called Ku Klux Klan and all these other people, which they call themselves white knights, and they consider themselves to be law enforcement. Who were they trying to enforce law on, uh, uh, a.k.a. slave laws, Jim Crow laws? They was trying to enforce it on you so-called black people. That's when you start becoming niggas. Oh, well, you was always niggas. They call you niggas, black, doggy. That's when you start becoming that. See, because when they cut you loose from slavery and you wasn't under plantation law and you can move around freely somewhat, then all of a sudden they had to they, they let these Klan men they set up and they started doing the slave laws on you. The Jim Crow, that's when the Jim Crow came in. That was just them setting up their own law on you so-called blacks so because they, they didn't want you having a direct connection to any amendments. You see, they didn't want you doing that. And notice number 13. The number 13. See, all that's symbolic. They freed you by the 13th Amendment. One and three equals four. It is the highest state, and 13 represents a next or a higher state or a higher frequency of transmission, a broken state because it breaks off, and they consider 13 a bad luck number because the 13th dimension is the highest dimension in this atmosphere. You see, it is an open doorway out of this dimension, out of these dimensions into open space, into the universe, and out toward other solar systems. So they, you know, that was symbolic of them raising you out of slavery, you see, raising you by way of the 13th Amendment, and they put you under the government. They put you under directly under the governmental laws or the amendments, you see. That's what that was done for. See, these people are Freemasons. They know about the uh, the, the vibration and the power of the name Amen. That's why the name Amendment is going to keep continuing. They want it to be aligned with amendments, not with commandments. See, because they know originally they were under commandments. They were under the commandments of the serpentine empires. You see, they're not going to tell you that. They were under, see, they were under slave law because really commandment is slave law. Commandments are slave laws. You see? That's what the commandments are. Your commandments in the Bible are really meant to be slave laws for the savages. You see, that's what the commandments were. You see, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to follow the commandment. You see, they didn't want to have. They didn't want to have that. They wanted to follow. They wanted to follow amendments. They wanted to be in alignment with what our ancient societies were based on. The foundation, which was Amen. The foundation of Amun was our, was the foundation of our ancient society. And again, don't let them lie to you and tell you, oh, Amun was created in ancient Egypt, and it was just no, it was not. No, Amun, the name Amun was not. You find different variations of the name Amun throughout different societies, and but you can still see that it's connected to the name Amun. Like I said, the so-called Greeks and the Romans they took Amun and they brought Amun into the Greco-Roman pantheon. That's why you see names like Zeus Amun, Zeus this, Zeus Amun, something. They was connecting themselves with the Lord because they knew that the ancient people, the ancient Kemites, the Nubians, they knew that they had that connection with Amun. And they too wanted that connection with Amun because these people were meant to be dead spiritual energy. And they wanted that same, um, that same solar connected energy and the vibration of Amun on their kingdom because they seen how our societies flourished. They seen how our society were flourishing, and when they were coming into power, they wanted to flourish the same way. So they tried to use the name Amun in alignment with them as well, and they do the same thing today with this society. That's why you have amendments. 
But like I said, in reality, they're supposed to follow commandments because they are a Judeo-Christian society. The people of religion in the society are considered to be um, – they're really considered by the elite, the ones who run the government. They're considered to be low-level, simple-minded savages. That's how they see you people in the world. Because I told you, the elites, the government, all of them, they look at the citizens as sheep. They look at you as Christians. They look at you as they look at the or they look at all religious people, all these so-called God-fearing, devil-fearing people, the people that are moved by religion. They look at you all as a bunch of simple-minded savages. You see, they look at you that way, and re and in reality, in reality. They everybody for the most part they expect you to follow the commandments. You see, they expect you to follow the commandments. That's what they really want you to follow. Thou shall not kill. Don't don't steal. Don't kill. Don't don't uh, do this that because I mean in 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 uh, the court system they pretty much have all these books with they have all these laws on the books where they show you. Well, let me see. You know, hold on. So I want to bring back up the Ten Commandments to show you something. Hold on. Because most of these um, commandments, thou shalt not, um, that's not, um, that's not a law. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Well, in a way, they do make that a law here. You know how they do that? You know how you know how you do that because if you follow a so-called God that's not uh, uh, of the Judeo-Christian God that they approve under the society, you know what they do? They call you a cult, don't they? Tell me they don't call you a cult. If you ain't following the so-called Judeo-Christian God, if you ain't following Jesus, right, which is the which is the uh, which is the benevolent side of Lucifer, if you ain't following Jesus, which is the benevolent they benevolent version they give the public of Lucifer, if you ain't following Jesus. Or, or what the God they want you to follow, then they're going to say that you are you are practicing a, a, a cult religion, that you are practicing a, you're a cult, and that you're practicing practicing a cult religion. That's the way for them to push the commandment of Thou shalt not have any other gods before me, because the before me is their Christian God, which is Christ. Christ is really the you know they make Christ or Lucifer. That's the God of this society. You see, that's the God of this society, the front the front God of this society, but the Lord of this society, which they really follow, is Amen. Christ, I'm going to say it again, Christ, or the image of Christ, which is really Lucifer, the morning star, is the God that they follow here in the society. That's the God, meaning the, you know, the, the, the most high being for the ignorant masses to follow. That's the God they want you to follow, Jesus Christ. Anything other than that, you you following the cult teaching, and they're gonna and you're gonna be ostracized. You see, you're gonna be ostracized, and you're gonna be uh, um, they're gonna you know basically defame your character if you don't follow Christ. Don't it, hell if you follow Allah, they just got they just got over you letting you follow Allah. You let, don't follow something other than Christ here. You see. They'll call you all kind of you be all kind of cult leaders and you following cult teaching and everything else, but then they tell you you got freedom of religion. Okay, right. Thou shalt not make any graven images, right? Now, in this society, they push the graven image, 
but they'll tell you not to impersonate people. They'll say if you impersonate these people in this, uh, those people of the three-dimensional realm, that's a way of trying to not have you make up any of these graven images, copy or plagiarize these graven or false images or characters they create here. So that's a way they really push it to the people underneath, you see, without telling them they follow the commandments that they are. <laughs> but they know the people are going to break them, but they push it out to you anyway, and they punish you for it. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Now, they don't give you the name. They don't give you the name. But if you say you not, you if you go out in the street and you say, uh, I don't care about Christ or the hell with Christ, they're gonna put they that and they're gonna in some way ostracize you or make you seem like you some kind of negative thing if you say you don't care about Christ or Christian or whatnot. You still got people who have this, you know. You said to the Israelites, the Muslims, you say anything about Christ or anything against Christ, they make you seem like you the damn devil, something wrong with you, you know, you you degenerate and things like that. So that that's their way of protecting the Christ character. Because Christ is the Lord, or excuse me, the God. Excuse me. Let me let me correct myself. Christ is the God of religion and the God of the Bible. But Amen is the Lord. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, Saturday, they <laughs> they practice their Sabbaths and things like that, and they tell you by going to these services on Saturday or Sunday. That's the way you know. They give incentive to practice the religion. They give incentive to 5013 thing and whatnot. So by you keeping these holy days and whatnot, you fall within the confines of religion, and therefore they leave you alone if you're practicing religion because they don't see they're not afraid of you practicing religion because religion bears no real threat. They know y'all just believe in things. You don't know anything. You just believe stuff, and that's it. So that's how they encourage you to follow that. Honor thy mother and father. Like I said, they don't teach you to do that here. They tell you not to do that here, but then they tell you on the flip side, because remember the beast is double-minded, then they'll tell you on the flip side that you got to, you know, obey your parents, you're under your parents' rulership and whatnot until you're 18 years old, but then but then they'll turn around and tell you, oh, if your parents, you know, if your parents discipline you or whatever, they got, they got you get the right to send them to jail. You see how everything is double-minded here? They, they act like they for the for that commandment, but then they work against that. Thou shalt not kill. They kill all the time here, but if you kill people, they you gonna you gotta go to jail. You gotta go to jail if you kill somebody. So that's their way of enforcing thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You can get you can get a divorce if it's proven that you committed adultery, right? So they enforce that commandment and their court system. They have to enforce it through their court system. You see, which is really law. But it's really not a law; it's a commandment. You see, but they enforce it through the through their court system, right? Thou shalt not steal. Again, you in their courts, if you get caught stealing, you're going to jail, right? Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. That's slander. If you slander somebody, right? Don't they? Don't they? Don't they? Um, you get a um civil judgment or whatnot if you slander somebody's name. So they use that the commandments, then they enforce the commandments through law. But these are not laws. Thou shalt not covet, meaning thou shalt not take or hide or take or cover, take something from somebody or conceal things from people. They do, they cover that in the law. They tell you, 
don't don't conceal weapons or you don't have you know they tell you you don't have to conceal your weapon things like that. That's part of coveting things, hiding something. So they enforce these things through law, but they're not laws. You see, that's a way for them to keep these commandments going through the law. They want to keep the vibration of the commandments going, but they don't. But it's not a law. They don't follow it in law. You see, they but they will enforce it. <coughs> On some level in law if you break it You follow what I'm saying That's basically a way to Put the leash on you On, on, the, on the masses what, But but basically loosening it They give you wiggle room Because they know the people are going to break them And break the commandment anyway So they give you a little wiggle room out of it But they will use the law to prosecute you For them, breaking those commandments They'll use the law to prosecute you For breaking those commandments And then when they want to alter certain things, they use the amendment. The amendment is like the highest level of law that they use to ratify the, the you know, the, the the so-called laws that they put on the books. They change them all the time because they're really not sure if it is lawful or not. They're not sure whether it's lawful or not. So what they do is they'll put a law out on the books, and they'll do one or two things. Uh, uh, they won't. They'll either enforce it or they won't enforce it. They'll just leave it there on the books, but they may not enforce it. And then eventually they'll be like, they'll have their little think tank because you know these people don't really know which is what is lawful. They don't know which is orderly because in order for you to know what law and order is, you have to be righteous people. They are not righteous people. You see, so so what they have to do, <clears throat> they have to get a little, uh, um, they have to get a little think tank going, a little. Uh, um, Group of them, you know, your uh, congressmen, senators, all the people that make up the laws. Because really, all that is is a think tank of people. Because they 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 too simple to come up with laws as individuals. So they get together and they have these little think tanks and they just throw ideas into the ring when they have these little Congress or Senate meetings or whatever, wherever they pass the laws and they throw ideas into there and they say, well, what do y'all think about if we put this law in? And they'll you know vote on it because they need that mental energy together to try to figure out what is in alignment with the law, what is fair, what is, you know, just or so-called just. What You know what I'm saying? What is this based on? That's why they. That's why you have your uh, uh, congressmen, senators, you know, the people who ever make these laws. They have all these people who are making laws because it's really done by a general consensus. They have to all agree on that because they don't trust one person to make the law because they know they off mentally. They know they're degenerate. So they, if they let one person make the law, they, you know, it could be some bugged out stuff. Like basically, what you see in that. That's why they don't. They make sure the president don't have so much power to make certain laws. They can, you know, check him on certain things and whatnot because they don't want to give one of them. They don't want to give one of them the power because they'd be all over the place with all kinds of crazy bugged out laws, man. Like what they starting to do now. So that represents a mental breakdown. They're giving all kinds of laws for you, you know, for these trannies, these homosexuals, these lesbians to protect them, all kinds of things for these immigrants. All this stuff just off-the-wall stuff. Because what you're seeing is a mental breakdown. They're going to go against anything that is based in true law and order. They're going to go against that, you see. But then they'll try and rectify it later. You see, you see, like I said, these people are mentally ill. And if you look at a lot of these people coming out of the Congress and Senate, these people are like degenerates. We'll be right back.
Now, they say that the, um, somebody said in the group that the U.S. Supreme Court interprets law, interprets the Constitution of law. And, again, ask yourself a question. Why would they have to interpret or try to break down what the law means? And the law is supposed to be in layman's terms because if you're applying it to the people, why is it that the people are not able to read the law and you read it in layman's terms? Why is it that? so-called lawyers, a.k.a. justices, because notice they give these people names, the fake name of justice. I told you there's no such thing as justice. There's judgment. Justice is um, subjective. It's not objective. It's subjective. You see, they carry out and they render justice unto who they feel they want to render justice unto, you see, or what they feel is fair. Justice is another way of saying that which is fair. They don't rent out things fairly here. They don't. They do not. So there's no such thing really as justices, but they call there's justice, but they call the Supreme Court judges justices. You see, and they have to interpret the and and use come up with use amendments to ratify or rectify a certain law, change some things because. They, again, even I think it's nine, if I'm not mistaken, it's nine justices. Am I, am I correct? There's about nine justices. Is that correct? Nine? Let me know in the chat room if I'm correct. It's nine justices. All right? Somebody let me know in the um, chat group if I'm correct. Yeah, nine justices, and they got 27 amendments. Again, the number nine. You see? Again, the number nine, because really the number nine and six are the same thing. And the number nine, that's the highest thing in that singular digit system before the separation takes place, which is number 10, before the linear separates from the circular, you see. The nine is the highest. That's where the circular and the linear join together. That's why it's the highest. Their number goes up to nine. Nine justices, 27 times seven equals nine, you see? They do that, uh, uh, two plus seven equals nine, excuse me, right? They do that purposely. Seven times two equals 14, one and four is five, because all the numbers have to turn into singular numbers, you see? They have to turn into singular numbers. The five is the number in which the pentagon and all that is built on because that's one of the popular numbers of Satanism, right along with six. You see, they use five as the foundation, which again, five represents a odd frequency. That's why I said after the third dimension, there is no more odd frequency. Even after, even the number 13 is really not an odd number. It is really an even number at the highest level because it comes out to four. All right, one and three equals four. So that is an add up, but they stay within the singular number because the highest really is, and the the end of the um, number system is 10. The end of the number system is 10, and that represents separation. They don't use that number. They use half of that number, number five. You see, you follow what I'm saying? And they know that four is the celestial number, meaning the fourth dimension. 
right? Men in the fourth dimension. That's what they use that for. I'm going to show you something funny, and I don't know how it got like this, but my calling number when I call in <coughs> to the show is 4444. That's one of the calling numbers I have, right? So that just goes to show you this is some, This is all meant to be of that alignment. That's my calling, one of my part of my calling number, all right? Just so y'all know. And like I said, that they're trying to constantly, you know, they're trying, they're putting their minds together and they're trying to interpret the law and whatnot. And amendments are led to the laws that they make because, like I said, they have to constantly scrutinize the law that they make. You see, they have to constantly scrutinize. Yeah, I got four fours in my call-out number. You see, they have um, <clears throat> they have um, these um, um, ratifications, these things they add in or things they alter in the law for the people. Because as I said before, they use amendments. Amendments is their way of the upper echelon, the higher people, stepping in on the federal level to alter the things on the state level. See, because the federal, they look at the state like, you know, people that control or people who are in charge of, I should say, not control. The federal feels they control everything, but the and they let the states be in charge. Right. That's why they that's why all the money they get has to come from the federal government. Because they have to control the states through money. Right. This is so that these states don't go too far out of their laws, even though these states make their own laws. But those are really they allow them to do that because they allow the states to control the people who they consider to be slaves, the citizens. They allow the states. The federal government is like the overseer. The states is like the slave master, and you citizens are the slaves. That's really how that works. I told you that overseer. Slave master and slave dynamic is still here in the system, and they look at themselves as just another form of a royal family. The ones who are the upper echelon who run things, you know, pass down amendments and things like that to alter the slave laws of the people under the society. You see, that's how that works. Exactly, federal government supersedes state law, so they are like the overseers. The states are the slave masters, and you people are the citizens of the slaves. That's really how it's they that they see it. You see, and they make sure that they control the low-level slaves, the citizens, and the upper and the mid-level slaves. Your uh, 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 your your mayors, your governors, your uh, um, your politicians, your you know your local politicians. Those are your those are your overseers. I mean, excuse me. Those are your slave masters. Excuse me. Those are your slave masters because they have to serve or they work up under the federal government. They work up under federal government guidelines and things like that. So they tell them what to do. So if they tell you what to do, if they're telling them what to do, and they over them, that's the, that's the overseer over those slave masters who are put in charge of the slaves. You follow? That's what that is. And they're trying to, and the overseers, are trying to take more and more power away from the slave masters. You see, that's what they're trying to do. And that's what they was doing when they had the so-called uh, uh, Union slash uh, Confederate War. That's 
that was the same setup. Because most of them people that was fighting for slavery in the Confederate, they were they were being they realized that they were being treated as slaves as well as peons as well by the federal government. And with that, and they was because look who was running the federal government, giving them their paper money, and those who control the money, they control the law. If you control the money, the flow of money, you control the damn law. You control the politics. You control the flow of money. You see, your elites they control. That's why they control the government. You see, they control them with money, currency. You see, charge, power. That's how they control. So y'all need to understand how this thing really works. And even you niggas that's in politics, y'all y'all don't really even get it. You don't know how it works. And you people that want to talk about political offices and Republicans and Democrats, man, those are nothing but those. That that's that's just that's just um the lower echelon of the overseers, man. That's all. That's just parties within the overseeing under uh, slave master parties, man. That's all. That's see they over see they'll tell you it's one thing, but it's really something else. See they'll allow they'll allow these states to make their little laws. They'll allow these states to make their little laws. They'll leave the slave masters alone and make the little laws for the slaves. But if the federal government want to come in and change stuff or over override that, they got the power to do so. They got the power to do so. They wanted to show the states that the federal government is in charge, that their money can break the states. Their military can break the states. You see, they already that, – that, that's all that is. The, 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 the uh, Union and Confederate war was nothing but a pissing contest. They felt like in the South – Oh, we got money. We get this money for the slaveries. We 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 our own leaders. We gonna elect our own. We gonna uh, uh, secede from the for the from the um from the union. And the union was like the federal government, like oh yeah, and you ain't gonna have no independent states here. Nah, they're like hell no. United we stand, divided we fall. So because they understood that if they allow these states to have their own laws and you secede from the federal government then eventually y'all going into tribalism. See, they understood that, that they was going to go into tribalism. Once you start having states, see, they knew that tribalism is how they was able to get hold of this land from our people because we started doing that same BS. We was one government at one time here. See, they don't want to tell you that. There was a government here when they came here. There was a government here. It might not have been in all the territories in North America, but it was in South America and going into a lot of Mexico and going into a lot of these um, North American cities. They knew it was governments here. The Olmecs was all over. They found Olmec heads in damn Georgia. They got those same society in certain places down south. They don't even want you to go. Mississippi, all them places where they had ancient societies at, man. Our people was there, man. They don't want you to go in those places. And these Caucasians, they want the ones who in those local offices, they know about all the bases and head carving and, and societies that was over uh, was there before they came here. They know about that. You, areas you can't go around down and down south, stuff where they use to hide things and whatnot because it was a society here before America. How, and how you know that is because the people that they say formed America, the people that formed America – they didn't have they didn't they didn't have a system like that in England where they came from. A lot of them came from out of England. They didn't have a system like this in England. They didn't have no Republican and Democrat system in England. It was the damn it was the uh, um the the um the Queen of England, 
They didn't, they, you know, they was under, they was under, um, under that um aristoc- aristocracy. If if that's what they call was it, the uh, where the queen is in rulership, they didn't have any politics, don't no politics. So where the hell they get that from? How they come over here with that? They want to talk about older. Oh, Senate and they got that from the Roman and the Senate. No, that's nah, man. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. And the and the Caesar and the Senate and all this stuff. No, no, they didn't. Yeah, they might have got like this um the senator and things like that. they might have got a few things from there. A few things they may have took from there, but they didn't take the the, the mass majority of stuff. Is which they took from things that was already here already, things they incorporated as they was coming over here because they didn't want to have the same setup as the U.K. with uh, 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 with monarchy. That's what they call a monarchy. They didn't want to have monarchy. They wanted a system of democracy or a supposed democracy, people voting, people being part of the process, not people just being ruled over because they realized after a while, you keep doing that to people, eventually there is going to be a revolution. Just like what people did in America when they had when they was under that monarchy thing here, they still had to answer to England, and that's what the people they was like. Well, damn, the society over here, these and some of our people still under. They had some kind of governing system here, and they was like the, the Caucasians, the George Washington. They was feeling what the bronze people had here already, and how you know that is because why in the 1800s did they say? That the Merriam-Webster, the original name for Americans is the copper-colored races, the copper-colored native races. That's bl- that's what you call it, so-called black people. Our skin is not black. Our skin is bronze, copper color. You see, it wasn't talking about no so-called Indians, or they would have said that. There was a working law here already. There was a working order here already, a, a, a system of a, a somewhat system of democracy, but it was it's strong because it was a lot of division still, and it was tribal, and that's what they really talk about when they talk about the Native American tribe and the Iroquois, and they had these. No man, those are bronze people, man. Those are bronze people. Okay. Where do you think Benjamin Banner could come from? Can they explain where Benjamin Banner could come from? Because you can look at him and tell he's not no African. And he ain't got, and he ain't mixed with no Caucasian. You see, at least you can't see. It. He looks like a regular so-called bronze man. Where did he come from? Was he 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 was born into slavery, really? And he gets and he and born in slavery. He's an astronomer. He he knows how to do architecture. Where did he learn how to do architecture? I thought slaves couldn't read. They were if he born in slavery, how the hell he know how to read and do architecture and all this other stuff? Who taught him how to do that? I thought you slaves couldn't wasn't allowed to read. You see, there wasn't even no slavery. They wouldn't they, they wouldn't do no slavery like that back then when he was designing out the uh, um your White House and all that stuff. They make you think. See again, they tell lies, man. They was going off of a system that was already here that was falling apart, and all they did was bring you. They just put these Caucasians in place and set the same system up, and they took bits and pieces and start um putting it together. You see. And your elites was backing them. They was backing them with money and finance. Your elites came in and was backing your Rothschilds and them back to society. And they put money into the society and gave them the money to build, start a trade going here. So they were setting up a system of business here. And that's what became your slave system. That's what became your government system. All this stuff was based in business because they wanted the resources out of here. You see? And that's what comes to class system and all this stuff. All that, again, is based in business, man. You see? 
So a lot of people, like I said, they don't even really know what's going on here. They don't even really know what the true setup is here. Not even your so-called intellectual people. They don't know what the – or your so-called intelligent. They don't know what the true setup is here. They don't understand what this true law is, especially you Moors. You don't understand a damn thing about the laws here, man. You still going up some damn treaties. You still believe the damn white man. You still believe what he telling you. So yeah, already you don't, you obviously don't know what they about here, what they really stand for. We'll be right back.
amendments is showing you that this society, this government bears witness to Amun is the true Lord. And they want to be vibrating on that Amun frequency because they really want to be of the Amun race. They know that in order to be of or try to align themselves with, they can't be of, but they want to align themselves with the Amun. They have to structure their law or their um, renewal or their, or their, their um, how you say, their, um, they have to make their alterations in the law by using Amun's name because, see, in that alone, that's calling on a frequency and a vibration. These people are very heavily into frequency and vibration and, and the channeling of energy in the society, very much so. Your Luciferians, your Satanists, they're very much into energy channeling, you see. They're very much into energy shifting, shape shifting, energy shifting, things like that, and using certain terms and words to bring about that shift and that change. They're very much about that. Okay, they're very much about that. So they're using Amun's name to bear witness who the true Lord is. But a lot of you people don't get that. You see, and since you Negroes want to believe, oh, Amun is some spook god, Amun is some unseen being, Amun is whatever. Like I said, obviously the people in power don't think so. They don't think they created a. They created a. They, because again, that word amendment is a created word, like all words are but they come from an upper echelon space. Because I'm, well, I'm going to say it like this. All the words that are being used in the society, they come from a higher or uh, upper, you know, they're incomplete. In other words, they're incomplete versions of extended words in upper dimensions. If that, y'all follow what I'm saying? Because as I said, everything channels down into this dimension from the upper dimension. Certain things get through, certain things the beast hides or conceals, Right? But knowledge, but knowledge trickles down, you see. Knowledge trickles down. So all thought, all intelligence, everything that's here, all the intelligence, knowledge, technology is here is trickled down knowledge from upper dimensions, from the almond and in those higher dimensions. That's where it comes from. That's where your thought comes from. Your thought comes from the vibration of thoughts that they send into this atmosphere from the upper dimensions. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So your thoughts are not yours. Their th- their, your thoughts are only the low-level and degenerate things that go against nature. Because, see, by nature, by nature, the people are supposed to think up, not down. So if people are thinking in a degenerate state, in a low-level state, and a, 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 a low-class state, then that's, that's earthbound thinking. That's animalistic thinking, you see. So for the, you're supposed to, by nature, think up. So something has to be up in order for you to think up. You can't think up to nothing, you saying? You think up to something. Your thoughts sum up to something. You know how people say, what does that sum up to? When somebody says, give me your summation in court, or what does this sum up to? What they mean by that is, what is the explanation on a higher level? What does this mean on a higher level, on a deeper level, on an extended level? That's what they mean. They know where the thoughts come from, and thus the term amendment comes from on high. It comes from a higher space, obviously. And, and, and I'm going to say it like this. It's really what the Amun race in the fourth dimension govern themselves by, amendments. It's like that. I'm going to just say it like that. And it's what the people in the ancient world, were con- what they were governing themselves by a form of amendment. It might have been said a different way, but... That connection is still going in the upper dimensions, the term of amendment for their laws, because they are the almond race. 
They are the almond race. And notice I put out a book called the Book of Amendments. Why do you think I put that book out? Because that is the true law and order of the almond race. That is a fourth-dimensional terminology that they got hold of. So this one, obviously, they was probably doing their damn Satanist witchcraft whatnot, probably sacrifice a black person and then get that name almond to come out, you see. And they use that word as a form of power to guide their society forward. That's why, if you notice, they use a lot of ancient things from Egypt and things like that from the ancient world. You see? So think about that. So think about that. Yeah, like I said, you're up to something. You see? Because they know that everything is triggered down in here, and we're supposed to think up for what we receive from on high. We're supposed to receive that and think upward and outward with that. You follow what I'm saying? So these higher things, we just have to connect ourselves to this higher state. We have to connect ourselves to these spaces that are in alignment with us. Why do you think I gave the name um, uh, amendments? Because, again, I'm going to say it again, the amendments is the law and the order of the almond race. You see, this is the law and order of the almond race, which we are, the elect. I'm not talking about you so-called black people. So you people out here, again, I'm going to say this for, for you again. You people out here still using our names, false flagging, fake changing your names whatnot, and walking around not being part of the Republican Mental Act and claiming you're of the almond race. No, you are not. You are not of the almond race. The almond race are being gathered in this day and time within this community, within this covenant. I know you people want to act like you're part of the almond race, but the almond race is not the black race. So you're not under the law of almond. You're not under almondic law. You're not under Amenic order because you're not of Amen. You're not of Amen. That was given to the Amen, the Amen race. The amendments were given to the Amen race, not to the human race. And how you know that is because, like I said, they that their amendments supersede all their laws. So if their amendments supersede and alter all their laws, then that means they see the amendments as supreme, the highest. They see the amendments as the highest. And they could have called it anything else. Why do you think they called it Amen or put Amen in there? Why do you think they did that? That is the law of the Amen race. We are the Amen race, not part of the black race. So, again, like I tell you, these people who are using our name and still using the name Amen, you're not of Amen. You see? There's going to be people out there that's going to be trying to false flag and copy our names, people in the U.K., people in America. That's really not of Amin because you're not of this community. But like I said, the judgment of Amin will come visit you because you took a name falsely. Your word is not your bond, and therefore you will be visited. You've already been visited by insanity. I'm just saying this for for a minute. You've already been visited by insanity and your suspected homosexuality as to why you took the name and not that nobody cared that you left, but you took the name, you know who I'm talking about, pledge to that name. You should have never took it if you were not of this. And I know you listen. And that goes for everyone who does that. You are a black devil. 
just like this, a few other black devils that took names and bore witness to this and claimed they were of Amun, and they showed you what they was really about. Because if you stand against the community of Amun and the Amun receiver that's bringing the transmission, then how the hell can you sit up here and wear a name and claim you still of Amun and, and talking about your higher self? Nigga, you are on your lower level. Amun puts you on a lower level, just like all them rejects. All them rejects, you're the black people, man. You are the black garbage. And you will always be, in your generation, slaves. But that's all on that. I had to say that. Because I stand firm on this. And reestablishing ourselves, extending ourselves into the fourth dimension, we got to pick up where these fools left off. The black and white ones. We got to pick up where they left off. And to see the power, man. Mentally, we got to put our mind in that state of power, man. We have to be those refined and extended people of Mentelian descent, man, of Armenic descent, who are raising the law and the order in our people, man. And we can't have people false flagging and wearing our names and things like that. And, you know, like I said, that's false flagging. You see, those people don't have no honor, man. They don't have no honor. You see, they niggas. They don't have no honor. You have niggas amongst you, but the beautiful thing about it, when you, the more and more you raise the vibration and frequency, the niggas will get from amongst you, man. The more and more, they, it'll come a time. It'll, they'll, it'll, again, Amen will reveal them, and they will remove themselves from them. And they'll try and take from what the, the experience you gave them. So, again, that just goes to show you, Amen will reveal everything in this day and time, the people who real and the people who fake the people who are truly of the elect, the people who are the called and chosen, not just the called, because many are called, but few are chosen. See, that's happening in this day and time. Everything I told you, I said it would be people that's walking with us in this community, and they're going to show themselves to be false, man, and they're going to be replaced. See, that's Amin's judgment on them. And again, we have to put ourselves in alignment with the amendment. That's why I mentioned that, because we can't have people like that under the amendment of Amen, under the law and the order of Amen, because obviously these people are on a whole nother vibration, a low vibration. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Uh, Amendments used, why are amendments used in society instead of commandments? Because this society bears witness the elites, upper echelons, the ones who make the laws, the ones who are sitting, sitting in the middle seat and at the top, your business people, because your business people sit over your politicians, and they control the politicians, the business people, the elites, the money that controls them. They bear witness that Amen is the true Lord. They all know your Luciferians, your Satanists. They all know the ones who want to know. They know Amen is the true Lord. You so-called black people, y'all don't know a goddamn thing, man. You're the only ones in the dark. That's why you're black people. You're the only ones in the dark about who the true Lord is, how this society is able to stay in power, the tone and frequency of the name Amen they use. And, again, it's not going to work for you Negroes, man, because you're not people of honor, man. You people are liars. Amen is not dealing with no liars, man. Amen is not dealing with no phony people, man. Amen dealing with the real people, the people that really stand up in the order of Amen, in this community of Amen. Amen is dealing with them. Amen is not dealing with no niggas, man. What are amendments? Amendments are the laws in which the almond beings are governed themselves by. That's the amendments are. What are commandments? Commandments are what these humans govern themselves by. 
That's what these humans govern themselves by. You see, why does this country not follow commandments? It follows. It doesn't follow commandments because they consider commandments to be low level or slave laws, or laws for savages, which which is what they were under, which was really commands that they were under. It wasn't under law; they were under command. So since they no longer are, are on that level, they feel they don't feel they have to follow commandments because they feel they are they've been raised above the ones who were commanding them. You so called black people, and they have they have been raised above you. And so now they don't have to follow commandments no more. They don't have to follow your command. They don't. They don't got to respect you, Negroes. That's one of the first thing they said. And they damn uh, they, uh, 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 Negro has no uh, no um right to the white man is bed uh, bound to follow. So they was making sure they was putting you down up under the beast, man. And y'all did it to yourselves. If it is a Judeo-Christian society, why do they not follow the commandments? Because, again, this society is only Judeo-Christian for the low-level people. For the upper echelon, it's different. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Newton Minkare. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.